Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Let's begin with prayer. My heavenly Father, I thank you. My heavenly Father, I thank you. Father, my heavenly Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our ears that we can hear. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you will turn with me to Psalm 119, verse 160. Now, if you, are, if you call yourself a Christian, whatever denomination, whatever church you go to, if you call yourself a Christian, then we have one thing in common. One. At least one. We've got a Bible. If, you, if your Christian religion is not based on that Bible, you're not a Christian. You can't be. Our religion, what we believe in, our faith in, has got to have some kind of anchor. And if you call yourself an, a Christian, then that anchor is the Word of God. So we're going to look at just the Word of God. We're not going to look at any doctrine of denominations. We're not going to look at any doctrine of churches. We're not going to look at a um, church bulletin. We're going to look at the Word of God. So Psalm 119, 160, thy word, thy word is true from the beginning. True from the beginning. And every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Forever. Let's look at that verse again. Thy word, whose word? The word of God. Thy word is true from the beginning. From the beginning. Not when Jesus came to the earth. Not when Moses came to the earth. Not when Adam came to the earth. It's true from the beginning. The beginning. Every one, every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. That is the word of God. Let's go to John 10. Verse 35. Jesus speaks of this. He said in verse 34 of John 10, the Pharisees, the Jews were upset at him. In fact, they were getting ready to stone him. And the Jews answered, Jesus said, okay, which one of these miracles that I did are you going to stone me for? And they said, he said, many good works have I showed you from my father. For which of these are you going to stone me for? What? You're going to stone me because I healed the guy's eyes? You're going to stone me because I raised this one from the dead? What are you going to stone me for? And the Jews answer him. Boy, you know, when you look at this, you just have to shake your head. For a good work, we stone thee not. We're not going to stone you because you did a miracle. But we're going to stone you because of blasphemy. Because you said, being a man, thou makest thyself God. Now, what does Jesus answer them with? What does Jesus answer them with? He answers them with the word of God. Jesus answered him, is it not written in your law? Amen. By the way, from last week, notice what he said, your law. 
your law. He didn't say my law. He said your law. He said, he said, is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. He said, if he called them gods and look at this, unto whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken. Do you hear that? Jesus himself, the Messiah, said the scripture cannot be broken. Can't be. That is something you can hang on to. That's an anchor. Turn with me to 1 Peter 1. I'm going to read verse 23. This is talking about us. Being born again. Not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. How? By the word of God. By the word of God. It says, which liveth and abideth forever. The word of God liveth and abideth forever. A couple weeks ago, we read John 1. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word. And the word was God and the word was with God. In the beginning was the word. And what does Peter say here? Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God. By the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Now look, for all flesh is as of grass. Did you know you were as of grass? As grass. All flesh is grass. And all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth and the flower therefore falleth away. But, but. The word of God endureth forever, forever. The word of God endureth forever. And this is the word by which the gospel is preached unto you. The word of God abides forever. There's your anchor, not your denomination, not your denominational doctrine, not your church doctrine, not your church bulletin, not the books that you read, but the word of God abideth forever, forever. There is your anchor. So we can trust in the word of God because even if the world ends, the word of God will still be there. A million years from now, when you and I are in heaven, the word of God will still be there and it'll still abide. That is a wonderful thing to trust in. Now, why do we say all this? Turn with me to Matthew 4. We're going to see how Jesus dealt with the Word, the Word of God, what He did with it. And He's our example. Do you believe that? Do you believe that Jesus is our example? I know you used to, when I was a school teacher, you used to come in with those little bracelets. What would Jesus do? And they would show me those. Oh, look, look, teacher, this is what would Jesus do? And I told one student, there was a little older, I said, have you read what Jesus did? You know, you might not want to be wearing that bracelet. Okay, chapter 4, verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Now look at that word, tempted of the devil. Jesus was tempted of the devil. Do you know you have to have something in you to be tempted with? 
Something has to be in you to be tempted with. You can't tempt me with fried frog legs. You can't. Long story, but you can't. Fried frog legs don't do a thing for me. I run from them, especially the ones that are still moving on the plate. All right? You can't tempt me with fried frog legs. It says Jesus was tempted of the devil. He was tempted of the devil. So the devil had something he could use against Jesus. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? That Jesus was actually tempted. In Hebrews, it speaks that Jesus was tempted with every temptation. Why? So he could be our high priest. So he's tempted here in the, in the wilderness for 40 days. And he was tempted a whole lot after. But for those 40 days, and it wasn't just this one occurrence, it was for 40 days. He's tempted of the devil. He's got something. So the devil knows something in there. He can get him to maybe, maybe come on his side. It says, then was Jesus led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterwards hungered. And when the tempter came, you see who the tempter is? Ever been tempted? Guess who is at the bottom of it? Came to him, he said, if, if, ever heard the word if? If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. He's tempting him. Come on, Jesus. If you be the Son of God, make these stones become bread. And what does Jesus say? What does Jesus answer? But he answered and said, it is written. It is written. Do you see where Jesus' faith was at? Do you see where the answer was at? It is written. Why could Jesus do that? Because the word of God abides forever. Because the word of God is truth. Because the earth will be removed, but the word of God will still be there. The word of God cannot be broken. That's why Jesus could say, it is written. It is written. So what's he say? It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. He got him. Notice here it says, then. Then. You know why it says then? Because Jesus got the devil. He shut him up. The devil couldn't get him anymore on this. So he tries something else. Ever been tried more than once by the devil? Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. Now remember, the devil is tempting Jesus. There is something in Jesus that Jesus is listening because he's being tempted. He says, and he saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written. Even the devil used the word of God. Can you believe it? The devil knows the Bible. And the devil knows the Bible a lot better than we do. It says, and it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest any time thy dash thy foot against the stone. And Jesus said back to him, remember, he's in a temptation. He is in a temptation. And how does he overcome the temptation? It is written. It is written is what he speaks back to the devil. He said, it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. It is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. What's he do? The devil stops that temptation. He goes on to another one. Why? Jesus got him with the word of God. He overcame him 
with the word of God. He overcame the temptation with the word of God. Do you see that? He overcame the temptation with the word of God. And then again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain. Verse 8. And showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And saith unto Jesus, all these things will I give thee. If thou wilt fall down and worship thee, worship me. All these kingdoms, all this power, I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And then said Jesus unto him, remember Jesus is in a temptation. He's in a temptation. He's being tempted. He said, get thee hence Satan. How? Why? Why? It is written. It is written. He overcame the temptation by saying, it is written. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shall thou serve. How did he overcome the temptations? He overcame with it is written. It is written. You know, you and I can overcome, come overcome the same way. Turn with me to Isaiah 53. Actually, before we go there, go with me to Psalm 138. Verse 1, I will praise thee with my whole heart. Before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. And look at this next phrase. For thou hast magnified thy word, the word of God. Thou hast magnified thy word. Thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. You know, you don't only have the devil that'll listen to the word of God, but right here it tells you the Father will listen to the word of God too. The Father will listen to the word of God. He will. Why? It said he magnified it above his name. He magnified above his name. Now, you're tempted? Now, let's go to Isaiah 53. Verse 1. This is Jesus on the cross. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Why no form? He had your and I sin on him. And sin caused his body for every bone to be out of joint. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows. That's pain, acquainted with sickness, grief. And we hid as were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. This next verse, surely, surely, surely. You know what? This is the word of God. This is the word of God. It is written. It is written. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, our pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. It is written that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. You know what that is? It is written. It is written. It is written. He bore our transgressions. He bore our sickness. He bore our disease. 
and by his stripes we are healed. It is written. Ever been tempted with sickness? I'll give you a great little example about this. I had a, my son, John, uh, child number three. Yeah, when you got four, you got to count. Child number three. Came, uh, one day he was working with me in the kitchen. I looked down and he had a big old bump on his hand. Big old bump. I looked at it. I said, what happened? He said a friend of his accidentally stabbed him in the hand. Really? How did, you know, a mother. You know how mothers are. What do you mean accidentally stabbed you in the hand? What was he doing with a knife? Anyway, we got the story. And I looked at it. It's infected. It's infected. So I'd say, I said, I start to pray. I start to pray. John, I asked him, I said, does it hurt? He said, well, it's beginning to hurt. I mean, it was infected. I said, we got to pray. So I pray. I told John, um, I looked at it, and I said, I'd like, I, I, okay, thank you, Jesus. I said, I want to pray for it. He said, no. He, didn't, he, he was all nervous about this. No, Mom, I don't, you know, that's okay. It'll be all right, Mom. You know how they are. It'll be okay, Mom. I'll be fine. Yeah, next day I looked at it. I said, we got to pray, John. We got to pray. I got in the car with him. I started talking to him. I said, remember when God did this for you? Oh, yeah, I remember when God did this for me. I said, you remember when God did that miracle for you? Yes, I remember when God did that miracle for me. I said, you remember when God did this for you? Oh, yes, Mom, I remember when God did that for me. I said, fine, now you know God's with us. Give me your hand, let's pray. I grabbed his hand. I said, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed in the name of Jesus. And that's all I said. He went on. The next morning, I said, how's your hand? Still bothering me. I went to school. I called him. I said, what's your hand look like? He said, Mom, it's still all swollen. He, I get off the phone. I said, well, I'm still praying. I hung up the phone. I was in a room all by myself. I was in my classroom, actually. Nobody's in there. I said, that is not right. I said, no, devil. You know why? It is written. It is written. Yes, I was tempted that we were going to have to do something else. But it is written, and it was written. Jesus bore his sickness, and he bore that disease, and he bore that, that uh, swelling. He bore it. I said, no, devil, it is written. He is healed. You know what? I got a call at lunchtime. It was my son, John. I said, how's your hand? He said, Mom, it's all gone. It was completely healed completely healed. Why? It is written. It is written. Are you tempted with sickness? Are you tempted with poverty? You know, you can be tempted with poverty. You can be tempted with unbelief. You can be tempted that you're not going to find that job, that God's not going to bring that money tomorrow. You know what? You know how you combat it? Just like Jesus did. It is written. It is written. He bore my sickness. He bore my pain. And by his stripes I am healed. It is written. He became poor that I be rich. It is written. And you know who bows at that word it is written? The Father. The Father. He magnifies the word above all his name. And Jesus bore it for us. You use the word of God because it lasts forever. You use the Word of God. And you know what the nice thing about the Word of God is? Jesus not only came and died for our sins, 
and he was buried for us, and he rose again for us, and he did all that for us, but it is written that he did it. It is written that he did it, and it is the word of God, and we can use that word of God. We can use that it is written that he died for us, that he was buried for us, and that he rose again for us. We're going to have the Terry and the Browns and Paul Peters come up here and minister the family of God. And they're going to come up here and minister our God reigns. And while they are doing that, push off with your faith. Join your faith with ours. And let's push off with it is written. Jesus died for us. It is written. He bore our sins. He bore our poverty. He bore our sickness. He was buried. And God raised him and us from the dead. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.